raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Yo, what it is, man? <laughs> we got a special edition this week. This is I Hate the Homies. Welcome back to the podcast, man. Episode number 58. Rock Teasy is who I beasy. I'm waiting for the number for 58. That Negro ain't here. So I can't, I just <laughs> gotta go without it, which is fine with me. I'm not gonna miss that crap. So oh. this, this is Super Dave. And guess what, girl? <laughs> we don't care. Oh, man. And hey, let me tell y'all something, man. So the third homie, Griff is not here, man. We on vacation right now. Happy 4th of July to everybody. Uh, Griff is actually in South Africa doing his thing, so he ain't going to be able to make it this That's week. That's what he's saying. <laughs> Don't give hey, me hey, hey, I, 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 I'll let y'all handle all that. <laughs> but uh, but wherever Griff is, we're praying for you, brother. Do your thing. It is what it is. Uh, me and Super Dave going to hold it down this week. So real quick, though. Before we get going into what we're going to be talking about, how are you spending your uh, your vacation, Super Dizzle? In paradise. Nobody's here. My wife is at work. The kids at my mother-in-law's. I'm here by myself. You see that? Conquer. That's what I'm doing. I'm conquering me. That's it. Well, the question still is up there about your wife. <laughs> <laughs> you do this every day, dog. Ain't nothing changed, man. What... <laughs> okay, that's fine. Until I prove it, right? That's that's fine. Until you see, actually, my wife, Ebony, face-to-face, and you're going to finally believe me. But you're hey. not going to believe me then. You're not going to believe me. You're going to think I paid for it. It's going to be a stand-in, dog, on a double or something. You know what I'm saying? I've been working with you too long, and I still ain't met your wife, man. It's a problem there. But anyways, it's all good. I'm glad you enjoy yourself, man. We had a good time with the family, man. Shot some fireworks, barbecue, hung out by the pool, man. Everything, everything. The weather was great. Uh, this is a beautiful thing, man. So it's always good just to take some time and chill and relax. Like right now, I literally had to pull over on the side of the road because we're out of the country. You know, I mean, we out here get some, get some, get some family time in. And uh, I was out running some errands or whatever. I said, you know what? It don't make no sense for me to try to get get back to the spot and try to set up. We just go ahead and do it right here and there, man. That's what we do. We wing it. It is what it is. Keep it real. Keep it real. So you're you're on a date roll right now? Yeah, I mean, I'm literally in the country, man. We're about to fish. Like when we get done with this episode, I'm yeah. going. I'm right out there, right up the road from the lake, and the, and a couple of cool fishing ponds, man. That me and my dad come to all the time, man. So we're gonna catch. We're gonna throw it out there and catch some of these bass, pimping. Just gonna go down. That's what I'm talking about. That's but on that talking. note, man, what are we gonna be talking about today, man? Let's talk. Let's talk sports and whatever else that's on the on the lineup. Of course, we got to get into the free agency in the NBA. I mean, it was record crazy numbers going around. Your son plays baseball, right? Yes, sir. Might want to help him play basketball, too. I got a son, too. I know you question that, too. He doesn't have the height to play basketball, but if he did, it would be the NBA. With all the money they're throwing around right now, we'll get into that. Also, you know, it's the 50-year anniversary of uh, hip-hop. Hip-hop. Yes, sir. Billboard has their 50 greatest rap groups. Now, this is your thing. Come on, now. Hey, you already know. I won't tell you the list yet, and I won't tell you who's number one, but I'm pretty sure we're going to argue. How Ricky said, the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, what'd he say? Let's argue. Let, let's argue. <laughs> and then Michael let's- Jordan, somebody stopped him, I think he was out with his wife uh, a few nights ago, and they asked him about the loss of P- Pippen and his son dating. Uh-huh. And he had his remarks on that, in, on that situation and what they're going through. So we'll get to Michael Jordan and how he feel about those two dating right now. Okay. Well, let's let's uh let's start, man. I don't know, man. That's some good stuff. I almost kind of want to start off with the 50 years of hip hop and the I think are we going we're going to argue first. So let's you know what? Let's go and get the NBA out the way. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Okay. Let's get the right. NBA out of the way. So are we going Ray Duggar? Hit us. That's your let's thing. Let's go. Ray Duggar, let's go. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. Yeah, huh? 
I've been geeking for this broadcast. Got me in my bag, cause all they do is talk a lot of trash. Wait until I see them face to face off of this podcast. What you gotta say now? Check the facts, don't have a wrong stat. Rock to he a genius as a sport, make Ricky smile, boy. Super Davey Holly come up short on like it's cowboys. Always controversial, grip call up, plays no rehearsal. Got me talking all in circles. I hate the homies. And Griff be laughing like it's funny. But they never bet no money. They my mans, but they throw me. Ah, I hate the homies. All right, let's okay. go, man. NBA, baby. Let's talk. Which one you want to start with? Uh, let's get the not-so-impressive players out the way right now. I don't know if you saw this. This happened last week. Uh, Dallas Mavericks, and it's no surprise that he re-signed. Kyrie Irving, because there was no market for Kyrie. There was no market. He tried to swindle his way to get an interview with the Phoenix Suns to see to make that market go higher, but they offered him a three-year deal worth $126 million, which is probably the right thing to do. He probably looked, he was looking for a five-year deal, four- or five-year deal. I wouldn't have given him that, but three years is fine because in two years, what's going to happen? Luka's going to be up, and yep. you don't know exactly where you are with this basketball team. So no surprise there. Another not a surprise. I told you guys, Draymond Green. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go to Draymond, let me give you our two cents on the Kyrie situation. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Yeah, because you can't just skate over that real like like you just did, man. Look, like so Kyrie obviously um has reached a point in his career where and this is kind of scary. He's still one of the coldest players in the league as far as playing the game of basketball. Yeah. So for no other team or teams to want to entertain a contract with him kind of bothers me a little bit. And it should bother him because after this Mavericks contract expires, one or two things are going to happen. He's going to have to re-sign again with the Mavericks or retire because it's because if there's a lot of teams that could use Kyrie Irving or take less money or take less money or take less money too right but I'm talking about right now there's some teams that would love a talented player like Kyrie Irving that can immediately take them to a whole nother level uh as far as playing the game of basketball and for none of those teams to entertain that that bothers me a little bit And that concerns me a little bit about Kyrie as he winds down the last part of his career over the next, you know, five, eight years or whatever, however long he decides to play. But that bothers me, man. Now, on the good note, I love it for the Dallas Mavericks. I love it for the Dallas Mavericks, man. I like, if if Kyrie can swallow his pride and understand that this is still Luka's team and he's okay with taking the second most shots, and he can be the goat, the second. He can be the Robin to the Batman. Listen, Dallas Mavericks, this will be because let, let's let's be honest, man. They've only played what twenty nine games together, Kyrie yeah. and Luca. And they didn't and, look good, and they didn't and, look good at all together. Yeah, th- there's been no chemistry. They had they had had a chance to form chemistry together. So now that they're getting on the getting on the same page with each other, hopefully off the court, they're understanding each other. They're building friendships and trust. Now they got a whole 82 games to get chemistry together. This could be dangerous. And they got some good young guns coming in. They got, man, they, they I like the Dallas Mavericks, man. I'm not going to put them in a championship yet. Thank you. Thank I'm not going to say that, but they're going to be up there in the conversations in the West. They're going to be in the top three in the West. I am going to say that. They're going to be in the top three in the West. Rock, put it that way. You always had me. No, they were not being a top three. Just just those two. Remember, I told you. Okay, hold on. Take a step back because I told you last season, you know, when they made this deal, you said, watch out for these two. Watch what they're going to do. Probably Western Conference Finals like the Mavericks were just a year ago before Kyrie. I told you not even close because of what? Kyrie has a history, man. It hasn't worked in Boston. It didn't work with the Nets. And I don't think it's going to work with the Mavericks. Yeah, he got his money right now, three-year deal, $126 million. But I still don't see them beating Denver right now. What's the other teams in the West? You can look Phoenix. at Denver. You can put Phoenix in there if you want Golden to. Golden State. Golden State. They're Lakers. not playing those teams right now. They don't play defense. Which one of those two guys play defense? 
No, we ain't talking about them two playing defense. We talking about the rest of the supporting cash. Cash. But, but we don't know about them. If it's well, same, I know you well, got some young guys coming in, but yes. rookies, don't make, rookies don't make that kind of impact the first year. If they play their role, they could. You oh, ain't, let's think, think about it. If I'm a rookie coming to the Dallas Mavericks, I ain't got to worry about being the star because we already got two superstars on the team that's going to take all the all that extra stuff off my shoulders. I just got to come in, play my role, do what coach want me to do, whatever that role is, and I promise you Jason Kidd is going to express defense hardcore. He's going to tell Luca, Kyrie, y'all go get buckets. You know what I'm saying? Tim Hardaway Jr., go get buckets. Everybody else, we're going to be dogs in the paint. We're going to be dogs on the defensive end. We're going to out-hustle everybody. We're going to out. We're going to we're going we're going to be that team that nobody's going to expect us to play when it comes to defense. So, it's still early. But that's just my role. Because when you got a lot of young players, when you got a lot of young players on your team, those young players are willing to do the dirty work because they want to prove themselves. And then but you it, let Kyrie, you let Kyrie and Luca and, and Tim Hardaway Jr., you let them just get buckets. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. It's how you're optimistic about Kyrie Irving and all these other players. But then you don't even know these guys. But you see me every Monday. You know me. And you don't give me any kind of optimism. <laughs> you see greatness every single day. And you don't, you don't, this is a superstar right here. And you won't give me my credit. But you give Kyrie, who's been a knucklehead everywhere he's been, you giving him his credit. Come on, Rock. Come okay, on. Super Dave, you're missing the whole point. How did I start this whole conversation? I use the word if <laughs> Kyrie understands that Luca is number one and he's number two. If he can understand that, then everything that I said is legit. Now, if he doesn't and he goes back into bonehead Kyrie, then we're going to be back having the same conversation that we always have every year about him like what's what's, what's the problem bro okay what we're not gonna we're not gonna spend that much time that picture you're talking about in the top five but let's talk about a team that didn't know they're gonna re-sign this guy they made the move got rid of jordan Poole because you know the jordan Poole draymond green situation last season with the fight before the season even started we got the saw the video but then Jordan Poole didn't live up to his end during the season, especially in the playoffs. He was awful. When you say, when 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 Pippen said that Jordan was horrible, no, Jordan Poole was horrible in that playoffs last season. They got rid of Jordan Poole. He went to um, uh, the Washington Wizards. Uh, they made room for them to re-sign now Draymond Green, which I don't think you're surprised about. I think it's the right move because without Draymond Green, I love Steph. I love Clay, but he is your quarterback for that for that basketball team. He's the heartbeat for that basketball team. They couldn't get rid of this guy. One hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree. He's a, he's a, he's the glue. He's the glue with all this. I he's can't also, believe, I can't he, believe that. He's he's also the reason that Jordan Poole is gone because and he admitted it. Like ever since they got into that little scrap, that little fight, he punched Jordan, all that stuff. They was never the same. He admitted it and uh, he understood that that you know the team wasn't a team um on and off the court like it should have been so uh i agree that that situation now you got now you add cp3 to the to the to the to the equation and this is i think this is perfect for chris paul the third because now chris paul the third again doesn't have to be the first and second and not even the third option he can just play legitimate quarterback and distribute the ball to all of his prolific scores that he has on his team and Draymond gonna be Draymond. He gonna do his. He gonna do his dirty work. But CP3 can just really. He ain't. He ain't got a score. Now he's gonna score his. Yeah, if he gets twelve, you know, twelve to 13, 14 points a game, with his, you know, eight to ten assists a game, that's solid. That's solid. Let him just lead. This could be a nice situation for uh for Golden State now that Jordan Poole is gone, because now that that eliminates the problem that was happening last year in the locker room between him and Draymond. So that that's gone now. So this could be a good situation, man. We can we can, don't be surprised if Golden State could be at the top of the West. 
Well, uh, Draymond came on um, uh, Paul George's podcast a few days ago, and he mentioned something about Chris Paul for the first time. It's been a while that he really hadn't said anything other than what he didn't know the guy. He never really liked Chris Paul, but now they're teammates. Mm -hmm. But he also said what, what Chris Paul could do, which is help the young guys on the second team. He ain't starting for this team. This is this is still Clay. This is still a Steph Curry team. Mm -hmm. But coming off the bench and guiding that second unit, which that's where they had problems, because when Steph went to the bench or Draymond went to the bench, that's where they had the problem. That's where the scoring went down. That's what they were hoping they were going to get from Jordan Poole. Now with Chris Paul, he can solidify and put the, these young guys in the right situation, like a Kaminga or a Moody, and get mm -hmm. them in the right situation. I think it's good. I think they're still missing one player. I think they're still missing a big guy. Because when you look at the West, you, you still look at Denver, you still look at the Lakers. And what was the one thing that killed uh, Golden State last year? Anthony Davis. Everybody in the matchup with Anthony Davis. I still think when they won championships, not even not the one they had two years ago, but they always had a big guy to solidify. Not a big name, just a big body to help them. So I still think they're one player away. And we never know. Steve Kerr said he wouldn't trade Chris Paul, you know, during the trade deadline, during the during the season, but never say never. Because you can't oh, yeah. possibly see that happen. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to say that. You're supposed to say that, man. But yeah. it's it's and I don't think Chris Paul will have a problem coming off the bench. I really don't think he's at the point of his career. He wants a championship, and this is gonna be the closest thing he, he will get. He he should have had one a couple years ago with Phoenix, to be honest with you. But yeah, and that's, that's what he also said. He said he helped uh Aiden yep. become he called Aiden a bus. <laughs> he said this. This is Draymond Green saying Aiden was a bus before Chris Paul got there and helped him become a better player. Now, all this stuff about him playing video games and not being involved, but he made him better on the basketball court when he did play. And that's what Draymond's hoping, not hoping, he says he can do for the young guys uh, on their team. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, the, most the most important thing about that before we move on is will Draymond and CP3 legitimately get along? And I think Draymond as much as people may think that he doesn't have a heart, he has a huge heart. And I think it's that big heart of his is why people confuse it with him not having a heart. He cares that much. He really cares that much. So I think he, but he also respects CP3 as well. So I think they'll be all right, man. It's going to be fun to watch that situation uh, pan out. Let's get to these quick ones right quick before we get into the big meat of what's going on in the NBA free agency. Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, they re-signed with Milwaukee. There's no surprise there. I think the big one is uh, uh, Fred Van Velt. Van Fleet. Yep. Van Fleet, yeah. Yes, sir. From, from Toronto. To Houston. To Houston. Yes, sir. But they the big one. They also signed Dylan. Dylan Brooks. Oh, man. Yes, Nobody sir. Nobody thought he was going to get picked up. Right. So they spent over $200 million on both of those two players. So that's a big surprise, seeing those guys go there. And then the Lakers – they really stay intact. They really they're keeping the core of the team that went to the Western Conference Finals. Kudos for kudos for keeping Reeves. Oh, they needed to keep him. Kudos, because I was getting a little scared. I thought they was gonna let him fly, go get his money, whatever. But kudos for figuring that part out because Reeves gonna be cool. That that's that's a bad white boy. man, a bad, I'm I he's like a bird, but he's a bad white boy. That brought that joker cold, man. He cold. And then uh, another surprise, uh, Bruce Brown, who mm -hmm. Malone said they wouldn't lose when they had the parade for the Denver Nuggets. They said they wouldn't lose Bruce Brown, who was a key valuable part of their winning the championship. He's leaving mm -hmm. for big money. And they also lost Thomas Bryant. So that that's gonna they got still got the they still you still got the Joker and you still have uh Murray. Murray. Yeah, so you're good. You're good right now. You still have Gordon, you still have Porter, but you still want to have depth. That was the key. We helped them last season. And then uh, let's go on with James Harden before we get to Damon Lillard, before we go to break. Uh, James Harden, he opted in on his contract, and he's looking for the uh, 76ers to trade him. Mm -hmm. But there's no buyers right now. You know what I was hoping to happen? When Westbrook signed back with Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. I was like, ooh, can you imagine Kevin Durant and James Harden signing back with OKC? No, when they, when they all started, no. I'm like, can you imagine? 
And I was like, oh, this could be nice for OKC. But that's too good to be true, man. But that would have been a beautiful thing if that happened. Well, James Harden, there's no Byron's out there right now for him. And he's another knucklehead that went from, what, OKC to Houston to the Nets. Now to uh, fill it to the 76ers. Now he wants out of there. He wants to go join another team. I know all the talk at first was about him going back to Houston. But Houston, I'm pretty sure Houston made their solidified their deals right now with with uh, Fred and uh, and Dylan. So that won't happen. And James Harden might have to wait. Because Philadelphia yeah. ain't got to be in a rush right now. Yeah. Yeah, Philadelphia is going to wait as long as they can to see what else they can get, what other offers that could possibly come to the table. And then they'll make their, their decide on what it is going to do. But James need to be careful, man, because he may want to stay put right there in Philly. Because, I mean, with him and Embiid and that whole Maxi, all of I mean, that's that's still a solid freaking core. So yeah. he may want to just stay put because he's close. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do I think they're going to win it all? No, nope. but he's he's still going to be in contention. With that team, I don't see him unless he go out to L.A. with the Lakers or something. But he may want to just stay stay put right there, man. Well, there's three teams waiting on one person right now. That's Miami, the Clippers, and maybe the Boston Celtics. It's one name out there that people are waiting on, and we'll see what happens with this guy. We'll talk about that next. Hold on before I do. I got to stretch. My arm, I went to the gym this morning. Shit. <laughs> That's a doggone shame, man. <laughs> Learn how to stretch before you work out, man. I do stretch, but I did a lot of chest. Did a lot of chest today. At bird chest, huh? At bird chest. No, leave all of it. Y'all get to see what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> they ain't not knowing how to stretch. <laughs> I do stretch. Okay, here we go. All right, Rock. So I told you it's three teams right now. That's in a running for one particular player, and that's Dane Lillard. Dane time. He finally finally asked, he requested a trade. Finally, he wants out of Portland. Finally. And Miami is the big picture in this. The Clippers still have a shot, but Boston, Boston got the pieces and the draft picks to make that thing happen. And you you ship off Jalen Brown to bring in Dane, it changes that team into a championship team quickly. I can't even I can't even disagree with that. As much as I love Jalen Brown, as much as I love Jalen Brown, he ain't Dame Lillard. And Jason Tatum would be okay with Dame coming to the squad. And I don't think he'll have a problem at all. There wouldn't be no, no. ego. There wouldn't be no because he understands as well. Like, what is it gonna take to get us over the hump? Miami also looks good too, man. I mean, they Miami, put, they lost. They lost. They lost Vincent. Right. But you bring in Dane. Yeah. And you lost Struss too. But you bring in Dane. Come on, man. You, you saw what they did in the NBA Finals. They, neither one of those two guys showed up. But Dane, you put him on that team, that's 25 points guaranteed a game. And with Butler and with Bam, it changed. It, it makes it makes any of one of those two teams the contenders in the Eastern Conference. So, they will be the top two teams. So so let's all let's 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 put this to consideration. Mm-hmm. He's been important in all these years. Nothing against Portland. You know, there's some beautiful things in Portland. Beautiful town. But it's not LA. It's not Miami. You know, so when you have an opportunity to go to one of those cities and the team happens to be pretty good as well, I think they got a little edge over Boston. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You think Miami Beach or Los Angeles, LA. And so between the Clippers and, and, and the Heat, they probably lead the pack just because of those two right there. Because let's be real. Kawhi is still Kawhi. You know, Paul George is still Paul George, regardless if they can stay healthy or not. So, you know, I think they got the edge over Boston right there. Boston, but You got to give up one of those two if you bring – I mean, Tyrone, Tyrone Lewis right now saying, don't forget about us over here. I want somebody reliable. You saw what happened last season when, when Kawhi played two games in the playoffs and all of a sudden that third game, game night, said he couldn't go. Yeah. That hurts, man. Yeah, that it does. Coach. You want somebody it, that's ready to play that wants to win a championship. He's been there and done that. I'm not doubting Kawhi, but you got to give up one of those two players to get Dame in there. Well, if I'm giving up Paul Joe. Yeah. Because Ka- Ka- Kawhi, listen, man, Kawhi, Kawhi is, is, a, is a, I don't want to go so far and say he's a risk, 
But over the last couple of years, man, his health is a concern. And I think he's at the point of his career where it's kind of like it's kind of like Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose got to the point of his career where when he, if he didn't feel good, if he didn't feel right, if his body wouldn't feel right, he's like, hey, I'm done. I'm shutting it down because I'm not going to keep playing through injury. You know, which that's how, that's how that's how the old school was taught. You play through your injuries. If you if you hurt, are you hurt or does it hurt? You know, it's a difference. So I think Kawhi is there at his point in his career where, hey, if I feel a little uncomfortable and my body don't feel right, I'm not going to play. Now, when I'm 100%, I'm going to play. Will I take that over the course of a, school, a whole year? Man, if I can get if I can get 65, 60 to 65 games out of Kawhi Leonard, including the playoffs, I'm okay with that. I'm cool with that. It's just you don't you just don't know. That's that's the that's the hard part. You just don't know. See, I'm happy finally with Dane make a decision to leave Portland, but let's not treat Portland like they didn't give. I mean, he made money. Let's not argue. He made money in Portland, and at right. one point they had good. They had a good team. They started having to rebuild, so it was just really up to Dane to make a decision if he wanted to stay there for the rebuild or go somewhere else and try to win now. So let's not feel sorry for just Dane because he got his money. I'm happy for both of them because now Portland can start fresh if they trade him. But the point is, I'm not rushing to trade him either. I want the best deal. He's a top player. He is oh, a superstar. I'm not giving him away. He'll get. He'll get. He'll get a bunch. He'll get a couple of first round draft picks. Watch. You, you remember what Minnesota gave for? <laughs> who was it? Rudy Gobert last year? Come on, man. I forgot what did he, what did he give for. Get, they gave up some draft picks. They gave up. They gave they up give the house. Yes, for Rudy. For Rudy. So you're talking about for Rudy or for Dame? Dame, you're giving. I want picks because I'm also looking out. I'm pulling. I'm looking out for myself, too. I'm trying to build a contender to be in the West because in about two or three years, Steph will be retired. Um, we're looking at uh, LeBron James might probably be out the NBA during that time. Phoenix, I don't trust Phoenix right now because they still don't have a they, – they brought in Eric Gordon. They signed him. But they still don't have depth. So that's always going to be the problem. So where's the defense at? See, that's still a big question mark for Phoenix. You got Kevin Durant, so that's that's one reason people want to put him in the top five. But I don't see that in my top five either. I just – I just they're, yeah. they're a team that's unsure right now. Yeah, but if you bring Dame into that Phoenix squad, shoot. Come on. They can't do it. Money-wise. You, you put Dame on any contending team right now, you immediately have to almost put them into the championship. Like for real, if everybody can play with him, like so that's 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 how big of a deal Dame is right now. So let's just say we're happy for Dame, and we're happy for Portland. But now I finally see it. I think that was my big question a couple of weeks ago: Does Dame want to win? And I think now the point is he wants to win a championship. He made all your money, man. At the end of the day, you want to win a championship. It's all about winning the ring too, especially yep. if you already have the money. Now some people get greedy. Like James Harden, <laughs> he wants those years, baby. He wants them years added to that money. He want to be around for a while, and teams ain't going to do that. But, Dame, I'm making the move, and if I'm Miami, you're giving up Tyler Hero, but you probably have to bring a third team in to make this deal happen. So it won't just be a straight up between those two teams. It'll be a third team involved. So we'll We're see what happens today. We're going to find out. It's going to be Dame time, but right now, it's time to talk 50 years of hip-hop. We celebrate, baby. And Billboard came out with the top 100, was it? Was it top 100 or top 50 groups? Top 50. Top, top 50, 50. hip-hop groups of all time? Rap groups got, of all time. I got, I got, I agree with some of them, but I got a problem with others, and we're going to discuss that next. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. All right. I got the entire list. So let's do let's do uh let's do top ten. Let's do go from ten. Yeah, you mentioned if other guys, other t- people are in it. Okay. I give yep. the top ten. Okay. We'll go, we'll go ten ten down to one. Here we go. All right, super dizzle. I know you got the hot list sitting right there in front of you, man. Celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. The top 50 hip-hop groups of all time, according to Billboard. Run them down with the top 10. I did this story especially for you. Come on. You are a DJ. Come on. You know the history of hip-hop. 
I'm not saying I don't know rap, but I know you more, know more rap than me. Come on. I'll put it like that. So I, I'm giving you your props already. I'm going to give you the top 10 right okay. now from the Billboard. Top 10, uh, the 50 greatest rap groups of all time. The Roots, number 10. Okay. Sign with that one? Keep going. I, I'll let you know when I got a problem. De La Soul, number nine. Okay. Number eight, Push It. Real good. Salt and Pepper. Pepper. Number seven, Eric B. And Rakim. Like, yep. Run DMC, number five. I got a problem with that, son. Keep going. A Tribe Called Quest, number four. Okay. NWA, which we had Ice Cube just on a, a few days ago on a Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Okay. You right were sitting right next to Ice Cube during that time. Yes, sir. Before I name another, did you go to the big three? Did you watch them play? I didn't get a chance to. I didn't get a chance to get out there, man. I had my son had baseball. Okay, so number three NWA, number two Wu Tang Clan. Okay. Number one Outcast. Ooh, okay. Outcast. All right, all right. So I come to you that, for your expertise on this. From that top ten, you. let's start with that top ten. First of all, Run DMC is not number five you gotta put run dmc number one here's why okay run dmc took rap to a whole nother level commercialized it crossed over into hip-hop i'm I'm sorry to rock and roll and they just what michael jordan did to basketball and nba is what run dmc did to hip-hop yeah he, they made it fun. They made it cool. They're in movies. I mean, they were. They were on all the TV commercials. Y'all remember, man? I mean, they, they helped take Adidas to a whole nother level. They had everybody wanting to wear the big chain, the hats. I mean, everybody wanted Adidas suits. Run DMC, man. And they made some dope music at the same time. So let's not forget about that. They discovered the Beastie Boys. Where's the Beastie Boys in all this? Now, I, I get it. They may be somewhere in the top 20, 30, or whatever. The number 16. Come on, Beastie man. Beastie Boys, number 16. Beastie Boys, I don't care what you say, man. They That may be a little low for them. They should probably be in the top 10. Okay. Now, Outkast. I put them at number two. Outkast and Wu-Tang are tied at number two. You got to put – you can't separate them. Listen. What Wu Tang did from the East Coast and made and that whole history of what of the Wu, every member went out and did their own thing as a solo artist, sold great records. They created that whole Wu Tang cult, which still today is still strong. The Wu Tang cult is still strong. They still sell crazy amount of Wu Tang merchandise. They. Wu-Tang is, is something that I don't think will ever be duplicated ever again when it comes to like a that that kind of style of a rap group. So let me ask uh, you this. Before, let me ask you this. Outkast, I know they had him at number one. You said tied with Wu-Tang at number two. But at they, number two. I'm just speaking for myself. I mean, to me, Outkast blew up on that in the stake on with the album with the Miss Jackson and uh Hey Ya and all those other hits on there. To me, that's when they really blew up, right? Nah, man. Southern Playalistic. before that? What? Southern Playalistic is one of the first. I forgot about that. Classics. Okay. okay. Man, come on, man. Hi, look, look. Outcast, listen. Dre, I mean, uh, Andre 3000 and Big Boy, mm-hmm. come on, man. That whole that whole era, they took that whole South to a whole nother level. Um, don't get me wrong, man. You got cash money. You got no limit. Everything with Master P and cash money and all them was doing, man. You can't you can't count them out as well. But that was a bunch of single artists that that was that was on a label. This are we talking about groups? Outcast helped take the South to the international level. And so you got to give them their props for that. They make great music. They also crossed over into pop. You hear you hear Outcast songs on 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 pop turban stations. The same station you hear Justin Bieber and all them guys. You hear outcast music. So you got to give them props for that. So I got them and Wu-Tang at number two. What about um, NWA number three? You happy with N- that 
I'm happy with NWA being number three. I'm blah blah because I'm glad they respected what, what they did, what they did with that whole West Coast vibe and uh, everything they went through when it comes to gangster rap, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Nobody wanted to, no, every, nobody wanted to hear it on radio. Everybody was trying to get it uh, uh, off the radio, and for them to kind of keep going and, and staying strong, I like that NWA because now that that's why hip hop is so dope. We just mentioned five different groups and yeah. all different types of um, it's all it's all hip hop, but it's different types of hip hop. That's what makes it so dope. Okay, so, what about the story about what what Ice Cube told you guys on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show that when he went to the Apollo and the oh, Apollo and they, got, and they got booed? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They went they went to the Apollo, but everybody gets booed at the Apollo. They yeah, but he said because of the curl, they had the curl. <laughs> They walked up from the West Coast with the Jerry curls in, and they going to New York. <laughs> they going to the heart of New York at the Apollo from the West Coast yeah. with some Jerry curls, and before they even got a chance to rock, they booing them. <laughs> I, that was funny. I really enjoyed the, the interview with Ice Cube. Uh, Public Enemy number six. You cool Public with that? Enemy, yep, I'm cool with that being number six, man. That's that's self-explanatory, man, for what they meant to the culture. Now, Eric B. You don't think Eric B could have been higher? Uh, Eric, Eric B and Rakim, no, because I still think Eric B is a solo artist. I'm sorry, Rakim is a solo artist. Eric B is the DJ. So, okay. yes, it was Eric B and Rakim, and technically they're kind of a group, kind of the same way as Jazzy Jeff and the Press Prince. You know, you got a DJ and you got a rapper, so it's, it's kind of a group. Um, Run DMC, it was two rappers, and then you have Jam Master J. So the DJ does count in the, in the group. Salt and Pepper, you got Spinderella. So yes, the DJ does count as part of the group, but the Eric B and Rock Kim, I don't know, man. In my head, this is just me. I just still think Rock Kim is a solo artist that just happens to have a dope DJ name, Eric B. Now, see, for me, I think Salt and Pepper should have been higher because they're they're the only female group in the mm -hmm. top ten. Where they and at? They they're number eight. They changed okay. the game. They changed the game too. I, I think I think eight is right. I think that's pretty accurate for Salt and Pepper, man. I mean, no disrespect. They they did change the game and they put they put they put the women on the map on a whole nother level. So I think eight is solid. I think that's a solid uh, place for them. Okay, they also you fine with number nine. They lost soul, man. They they're one of those groups, them and the roots, even though roots is number 10. They lost soul in the roots. Um let me put it to you this way. If they were higher, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be mad at it because for, for those type, yeah, for, both of them. Roots okay. and then I sold it. They were if they were higher up, I wouldn't be mad because those are types of groups that don't get the respect that they always should get. Now you're probably saying, "Well, wait a minute, right? They're ranked nine and ten out of fifty, so they are getting their respect." What I mean is, is when you think of when you think of hip hop groups, they La Soul and the Roots aren't the first ones that's going to jump out your mouth. It's going to be some of the ones that we already talked about. So, but De La Soul and the Roots, man, they are dope, man. They paved the way for a lot of hip hop, uh, uh, the music, the genre of hip hop that's not your typical uh, gangster hip hop or southern hip hop or West Coast or even East Coast. They kind of they're 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 kind of that mainstream hip hop music that's kind of clean, but yeah. it's kind of got their own sound. But yeah. it may not be the popular sound that everybody's used to hearing. Uh, so, so I mean, 9 to 10 is solid. But if they were higher, I wouldn't be mad at that. I, I, I guess I wanted Salt and Pepper higher because, and maybe I was the only one. I'm pretty sure you did the same thing. I had Salt and Pepper on my wall, right behind my bed. With the eight-ball jackets on? With eight-ball jackets. And you know who I really loved in that group? Who? Spinderella. Oh, I love me some Spinderella. I really did. I really yeah. did. But, but but I got a couple out there that I want to throw out there, man. I mean, where's Bone Thugs and Harmony on the list? Like, Bone Thugs and number 21. Okay, because Bone, they changed the game too, man. They took that thing to a whole nother level, man. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, Houdini. Where's Houdini at? Houdini didn't make the list. They ain't in the top 50? They're not in the top 50, man. Oh, that's a problem. I, that's a problem. Oh, okay, I agree. That's a problem. That's no, what we grew up on. That's who's, number, who, who's number 50? Number 50 is uh MOP. You can't put MOP over over Houdini, and I like MOP. Who's 49? Black, Star, Black Star is number 49. 
Keep and going. Girls is number four over Houdini. Houdini didn't make the top 50. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Come on, man. You can't. You got to put all the people that helped pave the way in that top 50 somewhere. Now, I get it. There's a lot of new groups that came out over the years, so you can't dismiss all of them. But, man, you can't. You can't forget the legends, bro. I'll give you a few more that we grew up on. Pete Rock. Seal Smooth. Pete Rock and Seal Smooth. Okay. The 45th. Okay. Uh, Kid and Play, 43. Oh, that's a good one. Kid and Play. <laughs> I knew I would get you here. Musically, I mean, because they did movies and all that, yeah. but it's still part of the culture. Yeah. They have a, they have a cartoon. They had a cartoon too, man. Yeah. I would I would have put them at least in the 30s somewhere. Onyx number 40. That's that's good. This your boys right here. We put a Ricky Smiley morning show. Whenever I say rock, I need a song uh to play for songs that stay in your head. Eight ball. Eight ball MJG. They in the 40s? They're 37. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would put them probably early up in the 30s, late 20s. But yeah, eight ball MJG, man. You gotta give them, you gotta give them their props, man. And anytime I saw this group on, on a video, I had to have a towel next to me because of women in the video. Two live crew. Ooh, yeah, Luke, two live crew, that whole Miami bass sound. Yes, where they at? Number what? Number 32. You get what I said about having a towel next to me? Yeah. I <laughs> Say, man. Man, you know, come on, hey, man. Listen, man, I don't even think there's been music since then. Like that kind of Miami bass style, man. Yeah. Come on, dog. They so, pushed the envelope too. People were oh, mad during that time. Absolutely, man. And that's part of it. That's part look, of it. Look it down production number 31. I ain't gonna go over the whole list, but I'll just give you some more highlights. Look it down production number 31. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, 27. That's good. That's good for them. Sugar Hill Gang, 23. Yeah, the only reason why they probably ain't higher is because they didn't have a bunch of songs. You know, they was they, they're responsible for you know, helping take hip hop, catapult it to the to, to a higher level at that time. Yeah, but but that, that they they don't have a lot of songs. I want to ask. I'm asking you this because you have the expertise on the rap groups. Not by nature, number fifteen, but no Houdini in the top fifty. Yeah, you got a problem with that? Yeah, you gotta. I, yeah, all right. You already know I got a problem with Houdini. Uh, do I have a problem with Naughty by Nature being in top fifteen? I would have probably put them in in, in the twenties. Okay. And then Grandmaster Flash in the Fears Five, number twelve. Yeah, you got to respect them, man. I mean, arguably, depending on who you talk to, they one of the ones at the beginning that helped start this whole thing. DJ Cool Hurt and all them. So uh, yeah, I mean, you got you got to respect the legends, bro. Okay, well, up next, people saw Michael Jordan at Michael Jordan at a restaurant. They didn't ask him about the top fifty and the top fifty rap groups. They asked him about his son dating. Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. As they should have. Well, we got to get into his comments next. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. All right, man. I'm gonna let you go first on this one, bro. Uh Michael Jordan was asked okay. about well, Jordan was spotted leaving dinner recently when he was asked if he approved the relationship between his 32-year-old son, Marcus, right, and the 48-year-old Larsa Pippen, ex-wife of Scotty Pippen. Jordan said no and shook his head. That's all he did. He said no, he didn't approve of it, and shook his head. Well, there you go. So we at least we know now that he don't approve of it. Yeah. But something tells me that he's kind of like it, especially all the crap that Pippen is talking about. He Jordan. called him horrible. He yeah, called come Jordan on. horrible. Jordan, Jordan is doing what Jordan has always done. And this is his this is his masterful mindset. He knows how to respond to the media. He knows how to give the media what they don't want all the time and to keep moving. He He's above all of that stuff, man. So he knows if he says, oh, yeah, I approve it. I don't have no problem with it. That's going to lead to another question. That's going to lead to another question. That's going to lead to another question of stuff that he don't even want to entertain. So he's just going to be like, no, I don't approve it and move it. Keep it moving because you can't you can't go nowhere after that from a media perspective. I mean, you can always say, well, why don't you approve it? But it's like, that's not from a media person. You you don't want that. You want him to say, but I yeah, want to I approve pose this question. 
I want to pose this question to you because you have older kids. Yes, sir. My kids are 10 and 12 right now. I still can answer the question too, but I want you to answer it first. So if your kid, it's like Michael Jordan, if your kid ended up dating one of your, one of your friend's ex, would you have a problem with it? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I ain't putting no names out there. I'm not saying any of your kids. I'm just saying just one of your kids. I'm putting no names with it. And you know what? Honestly, bro, that's one of those situations that I don't know how I would feel until I'm in that situation. And I ain't trying to get out of answering the question. I don't know how I would feel. I don't know if I would accept it. trying to get out of answering the question. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know because I'm like, I don't know. I just, whatever happens at that time, that's what would be my answer. But for right now, I don't don't have an answer for that. I already know what your answer is going to be. Let me hold on. If Crystal was in the car with you right now, and we asked her that same question, would Crystal have a response to it? Oh yeah, of course she would. <laughs> yeah, you know, Crystal. What you think the response would be? What would you think it would be? What you think? <laughs> I don't even want to know. She started. You know, that, you know that woman? Shoot, she don't her. She don't bite her tongue for nobody. <laughs> shoot. I think for but me. I'm, I think for me. It's hard because at that point, at the age of 32, they're an adult. I mean, they're an adult yeah. when, hell, you know, when they get out your house. We'll say that. When they get out the house, get out the house, they're doing their own thing. I wouldn't like it. I probably would talk to them face-to-face, not to the other person, but to my kid. And just ask them, do they, do they know what they're doing, where they want to go with this situation, and know what comes with it. And let them still make their own decisions. Because in the end, I may not be here to see their see their happiness. They might end up being happy. Right. I don't like it. I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> I'm not gonna like it. But I don't think as much you can say when they're an adult, right? Yeah, it, it, it it's really gonna depend on that person and that person's history and that person's track record. Like if they got a bad track record, bad history, they just drama negative, and everything that happens to them is just bad news. Then of course that's different. But if the person is a legitimate good person, got a good reputation, and it's only an age thing, I mean, I probably wouldn't have a problem with it. But then again, would you have a conversation? I would have a conversation with both of them, not just one. Because you you got you're gonna have to have a conversation with both of them. You're gonna have to, you're gonna be in, you're gonna be with both of them. They're gonna be together. So when you're around. When your child is around you, they're gonna. This person's gonna be with them, so you're gonna have to have a conversation with both of them. Yeah, I guess so. I, it'll probably be like this that uh, episode from Good Times when Thelma started messing with Louis Louis Gossett Jr. On the remember <laughs> episode, yep, yep, and James yep. didn't like it. He yep. was an old man. <laughs> yep, absolutely. He gave him that look with that hook nose he has. Man, he was ready to fight Lou Gossett. He was ready to fight with the corduroy <laughs> pants that James always wore. <laughs> yep. Yeah, though, didn't he? All the yeah. time you were quite a work So I did see before we leave, I did see Era this weekend. I finally watched this since I'm on vacation. I thought it was damn good. Hey. Have you seen it? Don't tell me yet, because I ain't seen it yet. It's on our list. Oh my watch. God. I'm mad at myself because every time we sit down and get ready to watch it, something come up. We're watching it tonight. I'm watching it tonight. So keep keep your opinions to yourself and then and then and we'll talk about it next time. I caught two movies. I caught that one and I also watched Creed 3, which I thought was very good. I hadn't seen Creed 3. I've been, I I've been, tell you nothing, man. Man, I got listen, listen, man. Me, me and me and wifey has been on straight entrepreneur business mode. I like and that. We, we we have our date nights. We go to our, you know, we have our date nights and stuff. We always make time for ourselves. We always make time for our kids. But we've been on like business entrepreneurship mode for the last you know, two months, like solid. Like there's some big goals that we're trying to accomplish. More to come like that later down the road for that. But we ain't really been having the, the, the TV on too much. And um, and we normally go to the movies once a week because that's part of our date night. Yeah. But over the last couple of months, man, we've been we've been we've been in business mode. So we're gonna get back to it. We gotta get caught up. So how many date nights y'all do a month? Like we do we do we have we have a date night every week. Like we normally have like dinner and a movie. Uh, but of lately, sometimes we'll just have a little picnic or something in the, in, in the living room of our own house. You know what I'm saying? We'll do something real simple out. Uh, we'll go to the to the park or something. But every week we commit 
to have some sort of a date night. It was go to lunch, try a new restaurant we ain't tried before. That's been right up the street for the last 10 years or whatever. We still ain't never been there. Just little bitty things and stuff like that, man. I'm learning. I had a fake anniversary with my fake wife this past <laughs> weekend. Congratulations, man. I forgot it was your fake anniversary. How'd it go? 15, 15 years. <laughs> That's right, because you was asking me about some good steak places, man. What did y'all end up going to eat? I don't, I, I don't want to say because I didn't enjoy myself. And I don't <laughs> think she did. We've been there a few times. And right. what I'm finding out about places, that's why I don't like eating out a lot, period. Places are inconsistent. They could be great first couple of times, and it's not the same anymore, man. And it's not just us. It's just they're inconsistent. Every place I go, other than my favorite place, in and out I go to almost every single day. They know me. Which I walk one? in the door, they say, Dave. Huh? What place? In and out, in and out burger. Oh yeah, in and out burger. Oh yeah. Yeah. But when I walk into place, my wife, well, my wife will tell you when I walk in, you know, I know him used to walk in cheers and they say his name. Yep. That's what they do to me when I walk <laughs> in my in and out. <laughs> and That's how much I go there. Hey, the only thing about in and out, they gotta fix them fries, man. Like, come on, man. I agree. Gotta, I, you gotta put I, so much salt on the fries just for them to taste halfway decent. And you yeah. gotta eat them fast before they cool off. Yeah, I agree. That's why my 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 favorite spot, of course, is what McDonald's. Come on now, it's my on, favorite man. spot, especially the fries, man. You Please, you, you can't never go wrong until, unless they take to, take long to change that grease. Like when they don't change the grease, then that's when them, you can tell. I don't care how hot the fries are, you can tell fresh grease or not. Change the barbecue. freaking grease, man. It's so the barbecue fries place. be perfect all the time. I'm glad you said that. I know we gotta go, but the barbecue place I used to go to. And they did. They fried everything together: the catfish, the the fries, whatever they could fry. And you seem like if you go to in the evening, you're tasting all of those things together. And it, yep. it killed my stomach. It really yep. did. Come on, man! Change <laughs> the grease, funny. y'all. Change the grease. <laughs> on that note, that brings this episode to a close, man. As always, I hate the homies. Rock teases who I be. Crickets, crickets. <laughs> no grip. Griffiths and South Davis, Africa. who I be. <laughs> and but Griff will what? be back next week. <laughs> but guess what? We don't we care. Do this. Enjoy, enjoy that holiday, homie. Hey, man, do the same, big dog. Ah, I hate the homies. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.